What's up, world? Welcome to another episode of the Brand Janu Show. As you already know, I am Brand Janu, and like always, on podcast platforms everywhere, that's where you can find this podcast, Brand Janu Show. Uh, social media platforms everywhere Instagram, TikTok, Brand Janu Show. Excuse me, uh, Brand Janu Show on Instagram. Brand Janu Show is all together, but it's an underscore at the end of show. So, yeah. Uh, so TikTok is just straight brand new show together. Um, and of course, like always, YouTube channel, Brandon Janu show, man. Uh, shout out to everybody that's subscribed, uh, viewing. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Um, hopefully I'll give you guys another good episode tonight. Uh, couple of episodes tonight. Uh, and, um, this is still premiere week, season eight. It really kicked off tomorrow night. But by the time this uh, comes out, it's already going to be premiere week, uh, pretty much almost over. Uh, so let's get into it. So this episode is going to be point of view or random shit. And like I said, all the time, if, when I do point of view or random shit, I want to do it. Uh, I want to do... Sometimes I do this on topics. Sometimes, like, I did just one recently for pre- uh, for this upcoming week, two, uh, And this is another one. And I'm still debating if I might put this one in this slot and move the other one back, which I might do. Um, but this point of view of random shit is something that I love very deeply, and that is sports. And um, there's, like, three stories that happened this week in sports that uh, I wanted to kind of, like, I want to talk about. You know, I want to definitely uh, talk about um, one story that everybody is is been talking about in sports is sports media. Pretty much, sports media is going to be pretty much all of it. I need that. Um, but sports media, and the first topic is uh, pretty much I want to talk about is. Uh, Shannon Sharp finally leaving FS1. Uh, the news broke over the week that he was leaving FS1. He had been bought out of his contract. They had come to an agreement of the buyout of FS1. Uh, he is officially um, leaving the show at the end of, well, that is where the report's kind of is interesting. Some people say it's going to be at the end of the NBA Finals, uh, which could be in a couple of days or in a week or two. We don't fucking know because the NBA Finals, to me, is still unpredictable. I'm not about to sit here and say they were just Molly Wiles Miami. That's just, that's creepy. Um, I think it's going to be a very unpredictable series. I don't know. Uh, Denver did what it was supposed to do. I think Denver could lose, though, to Miami twice in Miami. So I'm not going to be too surprised if they do. Um, but Getting back to this, uh, so so speculations have been pretty much running rapid about why would Shannon leave. Uh, but <laughs> okay, it's not that it's been rapid about why would he leave. It was more so, I would say the timing of it. That's pretty much why people have been kind of like tripping. We all felt like he was going to leave. I mean, it's not like we we sat here and was like, oh no, he's never going to leave. No, we we were like, he's. We can see the writing on the wall with him and Skip Bayless. Um, 
And it was a couple incidents. It's not just one incident that I think led to this this situation. It's a bunch of fucking incidents that led to this situation. Um, the one that particularly sticks out in my head is when they were talking about Tom Brady this last NFL season. And it was the Buccaneers versus the San Francisco 49ers. This is, remind you, this is the first start for Brock Purdy in his career was against Tom Brady, and he outplayed him. And I remember they had, and, and, and Skip Bayless was pretty much doing what he always does, and that is not be honest and just say Tom Brady might not be the quarterback he needs to be right now for this team moving forward. Skip Bayless just is going to down this hill of Tom Brady's the GOAT, he could do no wrong, and all this shit. But the argument got, got you know, the argument got personal. It got personal so fast. And it was just like, you know, Shannon Sharp was just, they were just talking. He's like, you you train, you know, anytime I say something about Tom Brady or anybody says something about Tom Brady, you can't be, you know, pretty much objective to the situation and say, you know what, Tom Brady is playing bad. But instead, you want to you wanna take personal shots at me, which he did. He was literally on the fucking TV saying that, you know, Tom Brady, uh, you know, is playing better. He played better. He's playing better at 45 than, than Sh- and Shannon had to retire at 35. And he was just saying a lot of fuck shit to this man. Like, like Shannon, and Shannon Sharp said it perfectly. Like, you act like I'm a, I was a fucking bum, dude. Like, you play, you act like I'm a fucking bum. I'm in the fucking Hall of Fame, dude. I'm one of the greatest tight ends to ever play football. And you are literally sitting up here and saying to my fucking face, Tom Brady is better than me. When I actually had a real position I had to play and Tom Brady's a quarterback and it, and his position has changed over the years where in 2000s, let's be real, we could, yo, NFL motherfuckers could literally hit a quarterback. and It wouldn't be a flag. It had to be literally a fucking bad hit to be like, okay, maybe that should be a rough in the passer. Now it's like, nigga, you breathe on this nigga the wrong way. It's a fucking flag. So, I'm not taking it away from Tom Brady. It's just like when 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 you know Skip was doing this shit to this man. Shannon was right to say it. Like, bro, like like you don't want to be objective to the fact that that he can have a bad season. This is a terrible fucking year. He's 45 years old. He's not gonna be great every fucking year, dude. And Shannon was just right that season. And Tom Brady has had great years, but. Last year for Tom Brady, his last season, he was fucking awful. He was a terrible quarterback. I know people are going to sit here when this comes out and say, well, Tom Brady still threw for 5,000 yards. Compared to 2,000, <laughs> 5,000 yards for a quarterback ain't shit nowadays. Shit, I'm, I'm waiting for when Patrick Mahomes or Joe Burrow or somebody throw for 6,000, 7,000 yards because the shit is coming. This shit is fucking coming. They barely run the ball nowadays, so it's coming. But that was one incident that I saw, and I was like, yeah, Shannon's about to leave. Like, like, because it was bad already. Like, that was a, that was, that was a, that was a talking point where you did turn personal. You turned that shit personal, Skip. Bayless turned that so personal and tried to act like, like, like Shannon didn't have, Shannon, who actually played this fucking sport, can be objective and say, hey, bro, like, He's fucking bad this year. Like, admit it. 
and Skip just was like, I'm never gonna say he's bad. He's the goat. He can never be bad in my eyes. Shit like that. Like it was just, it was just bad to say for him to just do that. Another incident was when Skip Bayless also tweeted during the the Buffalo Bills, the Cincinnati Bengals game, right? And he, I keep checking my head. So I'm I'm just looking at this. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but Skip Bayless um, tweeted during the Cincinnati Bengals Buffalo Bills game about DeMar Hamlin, and everybody knows the story. I mean, if you don't know the story, I don't know where you've been. Um, this man literally went into cardiac arrest on a fucking football field. The man literally could have died. And Skip Bayless tweets, you know, I prayers up for this kid, all that, but this is an important football game. <laughs> He tweeted literally, "This is an important football game. You can't tell. You cannot tell me they're not, they're gonna stop playing football. We need to know who's gonna win this game. This is a very important game. It, it was just like, what the? F- this man is literally fighting for his life. His teammates are so out of it, and even Cincinnati's out of it. Like nobody wants to play this game right now. And Skip just he just he just he, he tweeted that shit. And being a football player like Shannon Sharp is, and of course that shit, and we have never seen that shit ever in football, like ever in football, where the man just literally fucking collapsed. Not a hit, nothing. He didn't hit him. Nothing hit him. Like he got up, and then he just fell back to the ground. Like that has never fucking happened. And Skip tweets, "This game is too important to just stop it for." A person that literally just went into fucking cardiac arrest on motherfucking national TV. Yeah, he tweeted that shit. And Shannon Sharp didn't even show the fuck up that X episode. He didn't even show up. And I don't fucking blame Shannon Sharp for not showing the fuck up. That was a terrible fucking thing to tweet in that fucking moment. That is one of those think before you say something moments. Or think before you tweet. I guess if that's what it goes into that, right? Think before you fucking tweet. And that's kind of what I thought it was. It was it, it was just a very bonehead fucking thing to do. But that also caused a rip, a rift between these two. Well, all in all, man, I think that they were trying their hardest to keep it together. That's not, that's just not like a relationship, ain't it? They were trying their hardest to keep it together. I really do believe that. I think I think Skip has more creative say so, and has more uh because Skip has been doing this longer than Shannon. Skip literally has been a de- sports debater for like since I was a fucking kid. Like I grew up on Skip Bayless, so so Shannon kind of when he first got to the job, yeah, Shannon could do these takes, but I also felt like Shannon deferred to Skip and what he wanted to do, and now that it's been like what six seven years of them doing this show, I think Shannon's now like, I want more creative control over what the fuck we're talking about. Cause I don't want to always talk about the Cowboys. I don't give a fuck about the Cowboys. I don't want to talk about Tom Brady. I don't give a fuck about Tom Brady. I like talking about LeBron, but let's talk about some other shit. Like it was, it seems like this is, that should have been as the show progressed, they should have put more say so. And that's kind of what I'm looking at. I'm hearing about it. It's like skip had way more say so over the show. Than Shannon did. It's particularly over the topics they were talking about. And if that is the case, 
then I can see why Shannon was like, yeah, I need to get the fuck out of here. We argue all the time. It's okay to have a difference of opinions. Is it? It gets bad when it goes left. What happens to Undisputed? I saw a lot of people saying you can see um, uh, Jason McIntyre, who's on uh, the Herd on Fox Sports One, with Colin Cowherd, uh, who does the Herd with Colin. Um, but I would. Not, I don't want to see Jason. I don't think he's he's he's. He's veteran enough in debating to be in that position. Somebody was like uh, Nick Wright. I saw somebody was like Nick Wright. I don't think Nick Wright. Nick Wright is literally Skip Bayless incarcerated. Like, like he's Skip Bayless, bro. Like he's Skip Bayless light. Like the same thought process he would Skip would have, he would probably have a little bit. Like I don't see any difference. Um, but yeah, that'd probably be an interesting matchup. But it probably would. It wouldn't last. It wouldn't fucking last. Um, Chris Broussard. I like Chris Broussard. I grew up on Chris Broussard when he was on NBA. When he was on ESPN doing NBA shit. I always fuck with Chris Broussard. I don't want to see him because he's not well-versed in other topics like basketball. He's very good at basketball. He's not great at the football talking, baseball, shit like that. Once we get out of his element of – because he's been grained in basketball. Once he kind of gets out of his element, he kind of doesn't really know how to really – generally talk about the shit like that. Um, LaShawn McCoy is the same thing just with football. I don't think LaShawn McCoy can talk basketball. I don't think LaShawn McCoy can talk all these other sports. It's just that shit. She just never was that guy. Um, When it comes to who's another person on Fox Sports 1? Uh... I don't want to see Emmanuel Acho and uh and Skip. I I I'm not a fan of it. Um, I'm not a fan of Emmanuel Acho. Just not. I don't. I feel like I feel like I like some of his shit he say, but most of his shit is like, bro. I'm not trying to go to church, listening to sports. I'm good on it, bro. It is takes me so fucking. Over the fucking top, it'd be like, nigga, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a huge Emmanuel Acho fan, so I would not want to see him and Skip go one on one. And I saw this other one where somebody was like, well, Joy Taylor, and I was like, hmm, that's an interesting one. I think Joy deserves her own show. I know she got it with Emmanuel Acho, and but her and Skip, I don't, I don't, I think, I think. One, she won't back down from Skip. And I think, two, she also is well-versed in every sport, too, which is very interesting. So I can see how she could get the job and take over that, that spot Shannon's leaving on. At the same time, I also feel like this might be the end of Undisputed. This really might be. Um, and I know people are going to say, no, it's not. But they don't really have that many people at FS1 outside of maybe bringing in somebody, which brings me into the other sports topic, the other sports talk that's been going on. And that is that Max Kellerman is probably going to lose his show. Probably is probably going to lose his show. Um, which is um, This Just In. He's the host of just, This Just In. And he's probably going to lose it to Pat McAfee. Now, I'm assuming Pat McAfee is going to come during the NFL season and take over. 
well, football season, college, NFL. And I think he's going to be uh, – he just signed this huge lucrative deal with ESPN to bring the Pat McAfee show to ESPN. Uh, this is what I grew up on also with ESPN when I was a kid. When I was in high school, they used to have a lot of radio shows actually in that 12 to 2 slot um, before, like, ESPN kicked into, like, uh, Around the Horn and PTI and shit like that. They always had a radio show. So I can see him come in and take over from the noon to 2 slot, which is the NBA Today. That's when NBA Today comes in. Uh, because I don't think Sports Center needs to be on for two hours. It, it can it can do an hour, right at the first take. Do yes, out here I live in Houston, so it'd be eleven. Will be Sports Center like first take goes off at eleven out here. So ESPN Sports Center comes on at eleven. So you don't have to have an extra hour for Sports Center because there's nothing going on at noon. What the fuck is going on? So I can see two hours of him, the Pat McAfee show. Noon, well, I'm at noon to two. And then NBA Today takes over at two. That's an hour show. Then it goes into um, the daily programming of the NFL Live at three. Then it goes into, you know, the other stuff. Uh, around the horn, PTI, then Sports Center comes in at five. So, I don't know if people are going to be like, damn, nigga, you know the schedule? I watch sports. Uh, um, but, uh, <laughs> but this getting to this, Max Kellerman is starting to become ESPN's escape goat. Like it's, start, he's starting to become the ESPN's escape goat. Whereas like his show doesn't really, when it was, I remember when they did, um, what the fuck was that show? Sports Nation. I remember him, Michelle Beadle, uh, Marcus Wally, or Mercedes Lower Ali, and I remember them doing that show, and I love Sports Nation when it used to be on ESPN2. I used to love it, and when he got called to be the, the fill-in for Skip Bayless on first take, that show fell off, but then he goes on first take, and I feel like he just never did match Stephen A. I think he just never did, and people can say whatever about Stephen A saying he shouldn't be on the show anymore, but... It's, it, which goes into Skip, right? Skip Bayless is the one that put Stephen A on first take. And when Skip left, that show became Stephen A's show, regardless of how we feel about it. Well, y'all feel about it. Stephen A, I think, realized that I can get more out of all these other conversations than just having a one-on-one with this dude because his takes don't really even matter sometimes. He just says shit to try to, like, counteract me. But it doesn't work. It just it just sounds like we're going in fucking circles. And so Max has kind of become and then they and then he left. And then they gave him his own show. And the show's kinda okay. It's alright, I guess. Like I, I I like it. It's okay. It's 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 some shit. But I feel like Max also wants to be the man so bad and it's just like that's not your shit. I think he does better when he's a, he's the host, but he shuts the fuck up. He doesn't have to give a take, and I think that that's kind of where he gets fucked up in the end because he tries to give his take. Now, here's the thing. Max Kellerman is great at boxing. Excuse me. I see him watch. I, see, I, will, I will watch Max on boxing before I ever watch this just in. If you give me an hour of Max on boxing, I would watch that shit like a motherfucker because he is a expert 
at boxing. I fucking love him when he does boxing analogies. But when he does any other sport, it sounds like you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Which brings me into undisputed, right? Because I think Max could go to FS1 and be a guy there. I do think he can. But do he feels in? Does he become now the guy for Shannon Sharp? I don't know. Because like I just said, any other take outside of boxing for him, he's not good at. He's not very well-versed in. And in a lot of these guys that nowadays, a lot of these analysts that do this shit are very, very fucking object, are very, 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 very pro, whatever the fuck they like. So... I watch his show, and he's like, I'm a Giants fan. I think the Giants are going to be great this year. No, the fuck they're not. Who the fuck thinks the Giants are going to be great this year? They had one year where they surprised everybody. Congratulations. That shit ain't happening twice. But instead of him saying that, the Giants are going all the way. They're going to win all the games. and It's just like, dude, you're delusional. And I get it. None of these motherfuckers are objective anymore. None of these motherfuckers, they can't stand off their point of view. They're so, like, gun-hoing to just believing in some shit. And I just feel like he's not, he's not there. (laughs) Um, Which goes into him going to FS1. Does he go? I don't know. Should ESPN have done what they did? Yeah. Pat McAfee is hot as a motherfucker right now. Pat McAfee is killing it. And if you can buy him, buy bring him into the fold at ESPN, which he's already been there, but if you can really bring him into the fold, do it. You do it. You bring him in, and you do it. Um, let's bring me to the, the next topic of this. Now, I'm a sports fan. I grew up in the 90s. I'm, uh, I was born in 94. Um, so, the Chicago Bulls were a part of my childhood. Michael Jordan is the greatest player of all time. I don't, I don't have to watch all of his games to know that. And here's the thing. Did you not watch The Last Dance? Did you not watch The Last Dance documentary? Because I did. All that shit proved, all it proved is that that motherfucker was extremely great. And to be honest with you, I don't think he gets enough credit for what the fuck he used to, what he did. I know people going to say and think I'm crazy for saying Michael Jordan don't get enough credit, but he made the motherfuckers Every single motherfucker on that team became better because of him. He was the he was the true definition of you don't like how we do shit here, you can get the fuck up and leave. I run this, not you. He was that. When people talked about this this debate about LeBron and Mike for years, they always said Mike had a killer instinct. Did you not watch the last dance? 
Michael Jordan is one of the greatest NBA players of all time. Scottie Pittman <laughs> is the greatest Rodman of all time. Now, I know people, this is the this is the dumbass analogy people always have. Well, Mike never won without Scotty. Did Scotty win without Mike, motherfucker? Scotty Pippen. Let me let me tell you guys. Got to an Eastern Conference final. I think he got to the Eastern Conference Finals once. No. I don't think he ever got to the Eastern Conference Finals without Mike. Nope. Never got to the Eastern Conference Finals. <laughs> the two years Mike, the, the year and a half Mike was gone, they got to the Eastern Conference Semifinals and then lost to the Knicks in 94. When people would sit here and say, they had a great season and and Scotty was in the MVP conversation. That's awesome. Did he win? Did he win a trophy? No. All right, then. Shut the fuck up. 95 season. Mike comes back in the middle of it. And they get to the East Conference semifinals, but they lose to Orlando. Shaq and Penny. The 96 season. Mike is fully rejuvenated. He is fully in the NBA. He is fully playing. He does Space Jam, come back, and that is the year they go 73 and 10. Wait, no, 72 and 10. Sorry. 72 and 10. The fucking Seattle Supersonics was 67 and 15, I think, that year. 67 and 15 in the West. The Bulls beat them in six. <laughs> the Bulls beat them in six. What am I? What, why am I saying this, right? Because this is the dumbass analogy that people always have: is that Mike never won without Scotty. Scotty's never won without Mike. So when he sits here on, on wherever he was, Instagram, on an interview, I don't know, and you literally out your mouth say, Michael Jordan was terrible before I got there. He used to make bad shots, and he used to do all this shit. The fuck are you talking about, nigga? Like, you acting like, nigga, when you got there, you were just some great shit. Like, Michael Jordan literally was on the fucking doc telling people, like, I had to f- get Scottie Pippen that way. Why he, beca- why he became the greatest fucking Robin ever? Because I had to instill that shit in him. Scottie was good, but he needed to know somebody was with him. Because he don't have that drive to be great every fucking day like I do. So when you sit... And say, if you watch Michael Jordan the first couple of years when he was in the league, he was just shooting bad shots and shit. You also remember, you also, if you watch the documentary, realize that Mike had no fucking body. Not a soul. Mike had a, not, not a motherfucking player on that team. Not one. Yeah, before they drafted you, but even in your rookie year, you didn't do shit. What are you talking about, kid? Like, like I don't understand this shit. Like... Scotty's been feeling some type of way since the doc came out. Since the documentary came out, 
he's been feeling some type of way. And I get it. You did not get shown in the best light. They they brought up when you quit on the team because Tony Kuko shot the fucking last, got the last shot, and you didn't because Phil Jackson drew up a play because he kind of knew the teams were gonna the team was gonna be circling on you. So instead, you quit and you was like, you know what? I'm gonna just sit on the bench, which you've even admitted to and said I apologize to my team because I fucked up. Is that a Mike fault? Because Mike was playing baseball at that time. Ain't got shit to do with Mike. You quit on them niggas like that. When you was going through your contract dispute in 98, your words exactly was, I got a foot injury. So instead of going to take care of that during the summer, I knew my contract wasn't going to get renewed anytime soon. So why did I, why should I fuck up my summer? I just go get that surgery later and you miss the first half of the season because you wanted to stick it to the fucking team knowing damn well Mike needed you on a court. Better yet, I remember the first time you left the Bulls and you went to Houston and you formed the super team. People forget this shit. He formed the super team in Houston with Charles Barkley, I think Clyde DeGlide was still in there. Clyde DeGlide Drexler and Akeem Olajuwon. Do y'all remember that shit? Y'all know what they did? Nothing. They did absolutely fucking nothing. They got in the playoffs, then they lost. They did nothing. The next couple years, you went to Portland. I remember this shit. You know what happened? Kobe threw the ball up to Shaq. He dunked it, game over, and then you out of Portland. You went back to Chicago for the end of your season, for the end of your career, and you retired as a bull. When I hear this shit <laughs> of this man that literally sits here and tries to steal shit on somebody like a Michael Jordan, who, if it wasn't for him, your name wouldn't be in a lexicon of great. Mike was doing this way before you, nigga. Mike broke his foot in his second year of his career. Second year. Went home because he couldn't sit and watch basketball because he couldn't be out there. Went home. And against the doctor's best (laughs) efforts, told him, if you play on this foot, you might insert your injury into the point where you might not ever play again. This man started playing basketball at college. One day, one day it was one-on-one. The next day it was two-on-two. The next day it was three-on-three. Next time you look up, he's fired five-on-five for a court. You know what he did? He came back that year, that second year, over a broken foot. He had a count. This is how fucking competitive Mike was. He had they had a compromise with this man. He could play seven minutes in each fucking quarter, or each half, or some shit like that, because he just was not going to not play basketball. So they had to compromise with him. This is not, and they had a stopwatch for those seven minutes, and he had to sit on the bench after that.
He got fully healed. They were the eight seed. This nigga willed that team. The little the competitiveness in him, he willed the team to the eight seed. They played Boston, who at that time in 1986-87 was still one of the most dominant basketball teams in basketball. This man dropped 49 points in his first ever playoff game. He, second game, he dropped, which is still the NBA record for most points in a playoff game, 63 points on possibly one of the greatest defensive teams in NBA history, Boston Celtics. He dropped 63 fucking points. After the game, Larry Bird literally said, that is literally God and gym shorts. Scotty Pippen, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? What are you talking about? Like, I don't understand. I get it that you might get mad at the fact that you get called a Rodman. And I get it. I get it. And I don't ever call Scotty Pittman a Rodman. I would say Michael Jordan was Superman. He was Batman. He just had – Michael Jordan was just different. Like, he was just different. Motherfucker came from Krypton. Like, he was just a fucking different dude. But Scotty Pippen was still great. He was still great. But to sit here and say, nigga, you led a team to the NBA champ, because this is the one knock on everybody, right? About Michael. He could never win without Scotty. Did Scotty ever win without Mike? No, he didn't. Motherfucker never got to the NBA finals without Michael Jordan. And this is what the fuck the problem is. That's how great Mike was. That he willed his ass to the NBA Finals. So when we had this conversation about greatest of all time, Michael Jordan literally made one of the greatest players. That's how great he was. He forced him to be great. I'm just saying. Scottie Pippen could cry to the day he died. I don't give a shit about how Michael Jordan wasn't better without. He couldn't do shit without me. Nigga, you couldn't do shit without him. What the fuck are we talking about? What the fuck are we talking about here? The fuck? You couldn't do shit without Mike. The fuck you talking about, dude? Just be happy with the six rings you got. And please shut the fuck up. Because I don't want to hear this shit no more. About how Mike couldn't do shit without you. Nigga, you couldn't do shit without him. This is how crazy this shit is. You niggas say Scottie Pippen was so great. Did he ever get to the NBA Finals without Michael Jordan? No. I know what y'all gonna say. Well, he did. Mike never got to the NBA Finals without Scottie Pippen. Who the fuck is one and who the fuck is one A? Who the fuck is just at the top of the top? And who the fuck is like the greatest second person ever? The fuck out of here with that, man. Like Mike is great. Mike was gonna get there regardless, and it might not have been Scottie Pippen. It could have been Horace Grant. Mike was going to get that rank. He was going to get there. I can't say the same about Scotty. I just can't. This has been a brand new show. 
Hope you guys enjoyed this. I am Brandon. Peace.